Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Oxlack. Today, we are talking to award-winning musician Francis De Vera. You may not have heard of his name, but chances are you've heard of his work. Ito na ang totoo. Ito na ang totoo dahil ito na. Ito na ang astro. That was Astro, one of the songs of the much-missed Radioactive Sago Project. He's also the musical director of jazz funk band Brass Pas 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 Pas. Francis is also active in theater as a musical director. One of his most recent projects is the 2019 production of Ballet Philippines, The Tales of the Manuvu, a rock opera retelling of the creation myth from the Manobo tribe of northern Mindanao. Obviously, Francis wears many hats. And today we wanted to know more about one in particular, that of film score. When you hear the music, you associate with the movie, the title of the movie. So that's how powerful soundtracks are. So how does Francis score a film? In a film process, there's pre-production, the actual shooting, and then the post-production. So you come in the, the post-prod? Post. Yes. Pero pre-prod pa lang, I go with the director sa meeting. So in that meeting, what is it that you need to know? So in the meeting, they'll give you scripts. So kung ano yung direction ng film, story, para in a nutshell, ano yung mangyari sa film. So okay, may idea ka na. Then they have something in mind then with the music. So ikaw, di ka, may pwede ka rin i-pitch na something like that. Mag-agree kayo, director. So pahaba nagsushoot na sila, pwede ka nang gumawa ng mga, let's say, teams. Ito yung teams sa script ng ng bida or ng villain, ganun. Okay, so pag dumating na yung tinatawag na final cut ng film na edit na, yun yung time na mag-score ka. So nakatime talaga yung per scenes, per minute, ganun. And then do you use sample or do you do it live? I do it live. Each day might look different, but what is his personal process when he scores films? I know you do it early in the morning or really late at night, right? Pag horror, <laughs> ayoko nang late at night, nakakatakot. <laughs> Pero usually, talaga madaling araw kasi Tahimik, walang instructions. Can you do it in one go? Like a three-hour, two-hour movie? Minsan may ganun eh, na parang magpapascore, isang gabi na lang. <laughs> <laughs> Pero maganda doon, wala na revisions. Francis' music has been featured in many films. The song you heard earlier, Astro, was part of the soundtrack of the 2005 indie film Pinoy Blonde. He also composes original music for films in different genres. If you look at your own body of work, which one are you most proud of, would you say? Baka yung seclusion na. In 2016, he set the tone for the horror in the film Seclusion, directed by Eric Mati.
Ano, ano ba yung plot yun? Medyo weird eh. <laughs> It's about conquering your demons. Yung mga deacons kasi ito eh, mga going to the priesthood. So parang final test nila is to survive the night. So the next day will be ordained na eh. So very scary kasi kung ano yung demons sa utak ng deacon, yun yung lumalabas. For example? Uh, yung isa, ayaw mamigay ng food or suga pa sa food. Yung isa, maniac ganun. May mga ganun tipo. Yung isa, may problema sa parents. During the Metro Manila Film Festival, his composition, Dominus Miserere, won the best original theme song. How does Francis decide which instruments to use for certain moods? Uh, usually, I create themes eh, or leitmotif sa, let's say, certain characters. Parang sa mga theater din. Diba? So, pag dumarating yung character niyan, may tutunog na na very particular notes. Uh, so, one character, one musical instrument. Oh, oh. Characters or moods, depende sa kailangan. Especially for horror. Ano ba yung mga instrument normally ginagamit dyan? I guess not a guitar. Uh, more, mostly violins, strings, cellos, and then yung choir. Ano ba yung quality ng string that makes it scary? <laughs> Going back to the psycho sound, no? Even if you've never seen Alfred Hitchcock's 1960 film Psycho, you probably know that iconic shower scene. Parang associated na kagad yung screeching eerie na violin to horror or suspense. <laughs> Seclusion wasn't the first time Francis collaborated with Eric Mati. In 2009, he composed music for The Arrival. The film follows Leo, a young, lonely man in Manila. He left his stagnating home life and day job to look for a house and a woman that he kept seeing in his dreams. For Francis, composing for the film was challenging and creatively demanding. very interesting because the score is mostly soundtracks. We chose different singers like Noel Cabangon, Joy Ayala, uh, Rico J. Puno. And then we made songs particularly for certain scenes. So are all original? Yes. You wrote all of that? Oh, kasama ko si Lourdes sa lyrics. Hindi ako magaling sa lyrics. He's referring to Lord De Vera, poet and vocalist of Radioactive Sagwa Project and also his brother. I have to record each songs. Kasi pag sa score, pwede mo lang gawin sa keyboard eh. Ito per song, re-record namin sa studio. Saka namin isa spot dun sa scene. So ilan yun? Parang eight full songs to ah. So I have a band, I have a band ready. Tas halos isang buwan kami nag-record. Almost took me a month. So when you say you have to have a band, that means you have to write the music for each instrument there, right? I have there, to write right? the, the music score sa music sheet. For each one? Yes. So, gagawa pa ako ng study na sa computer para lang matest lang din muna ng director para ma-approve before recording it. So parang doble trabaho. Okay, it was fun. Okay. <laughs> 
Francis also had fun with the 2016 comedy in the film Patay na si Jesus. It's the name of the husband. So hindi naman siya blasphemous. It's a dysfunctional family. Eh. They have to go to a trip for the husband's funeral. So adventures along the way. Parang siya Little Miss Sunshine? Yes, actually. So kung strings ang sa horror, what was your main instrument here in Patay na Sesos? Yung mga horn, mga basun, trombone. <laughs> so yun yung parang associated with comedy films actually, mga animations. For Francis, movies, shows, and plays are meant to be listened to, not just watched. And so I asked him, what are some of the most iconic Filipino soundtracks for you? The first song is from the 1984 movie, Baguettes. Baguettes tells the story of five teenage boys going through a lot of firsts in their final year of high school. The movie starred veteran actors like Luz Valdez and Rosemary Hill and up-and-coming ones like Aga Mulak and Herbert Bautista. So what made the Baguettes soundtrack special? The theme song is called Growing Up. By Gary Valenciano. Parang ira ko kasi siya eh, na very personal to me na. Parang yun yung TGIS. <laughs> Sorry. Gimmick. Parang coming of age yan. Hindi ko lang maalala if it was written after the movie or it was written for the movie. Feeling ko for the movie eh. Kasi nagkaroon ng album, just baguettes lang. Tapos nandun yung growing up. And then the next one. Pero ito medyo mababaw ah, yung sitcom dati na palibasa lalaki. When you hear the song by Hagibis, yung katawan, you associate the song dun sa sitcom. Katawan, 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 oh, katawan. For an R Every Tuesday from 1987 to 1998, we caught up with a household of rowdy men and their gin-drinking landlady as the show's writer, Jose Javier Reyes, described it. Pero that is uh, emblematic of a soundtrack. Kasi nauna yung kante. Yes. Hagibis released Katawan nearly two decades before Palubhasa Lalaki. But for Francis, he will always associate it with Richard Gomez, Joey Marquez, Jan Estrada, and Carmina Villaruel. I think it was one of those big uh, sitcoms that launched or relaunched ABS-CBN after it resumed operations in 1986 after the Edsa Revolution. Katawan, katawan, katawan. 
Let's move to the third one. Nagustuhan ko din yung medyo drama to nung 2000. Kailangan ko ikaw, si Regine, and si Robin. Medyo rom- rom-com siya. Pag may Robin Padilla naman, rom-com gagad. <laughs> This movie is about a mechanic played by Robin Padilla who fell in love with a successful but lonely singer played by Regine Velasquez. Dito ko narinig yung uh, tuwing umuulan ni Regine. Doon niya ginamit siya. Eh. The version of Regine, Regine. Of, uh, of the Ryan Kambiab song. Ryan Kebiab wrote the song for Basil Valdez in 1980. In 2018, he described Regine's version as mesmerizing in a Facebook post. Tapos, may kanta yung apo dito, yung Suntok sa Buwan. Ginawa naman ni Ellie, Ellie Bendia. So, very interesting yung soundtrack. No? Francis has a note for composing music in romantic comedies. Mahirap mag-score ng rom-com. Ba't siya mahirap? Pag hindi masyado effective yung film or yung mga eksena, Parang sa'yo kukuha ng ano? Nang feel. Oo, parang alam mo yun. Misan binigay mo na lahat or hindi mo pwede ibigay lahat kasi parang alam mong hindi na nag-work eh. So ano instrumento yan since rom-com? Piano? Ang trend ngayon sa rom-com is ukulele. But you don't play a ukulele. Sa keyboard. May magandang <laughs> patch. So kaya naman. And now, something a little bit more recent. Very iconic naman sa nakalang decade yung film na The Thing Called Tadhana. <laughs> okay. The 2015 film follows Angelica Panganiban's Mace and J.M. de Guzman's Anthony from their meeting in Rome 
to traveling around Luzon. They develop a friendship as Mace moves forward from a relationship that just ended and Anthony processes his previous relationships. Yun yung parang the queen of all rom-coms. <laughs> Why do you think it was uh, nicely done? What made it a great movie? Game changer siya na parang before sunset na film, puro usap lang. So parang inapply nung director. Parang first time ganun yung isang drama or romantic comedy na film. So na-associate din yung film dun sa song. And then na-promote din yung places sa Philippines. Sagada, Baguio, ganun. Actually, kaya sumikit yung Sagada. <laughs> <laughs> Oo nga. Di ba yung sa clouds? Now we move to another indie film. Minsan sa may kalayaan tayo'y Nagkatagpuan may mga sariling gini At kanya-kanyang hangad sa buhay Very iconic yung film na ang nawawala, indie film ni Marie Hamora. The 2012 Cinemalaya finalist is about Gibson Bonifacio, played by Dominic Rojo. He goes home to Manila after three years of studying abroad. During the holidays, he tries to reconnect with his family, friends, and himself. Mga bands din yung bida rito eh. Sila Jego, sila Jazz, ganun. So Jazz of uh, Itchy Worms. Mm-hmm. Sila din yung nag-score. Pero ang soundtrack, may songs ng Itchy Worms, ni Ebe, ng Siudad, may Apo. Kung sakaling mahadaan baka Kawayaking tawagan dahil minsan tayo ay naging tunay na Those were Francis' favorite OPM soundtracks. Pero teka muna, ano nga ba ang pinagkaiba ng soundtrack at score? Soundtracks are usually pre-existing songs put into films. Like Saturday Night Fever, you have disco songs there. Ang film score kasi, it's basically original music composed for that certain film. In score kasi, mostly, mostly instrumentals naman siya. So, made up of musical cues to produce a film score. Parang gano. So, mostly, mga pianos lang, violins. If you've watched old films, Western or Filipino, you might have noticed that the score sounded different. How has the process changed? During the old times, they need to write it and the orchestra will play it. Imagine the animation yeah, before. Yeah, the, the chase scenes. Scene, you know, sobrang grabe. Bawat takbo nun. Sinusulat? Talagang nakaredy yung composer and then yung orchestra. So, dapat sync lagi yun sa screen. Nung early 2000, uh, hindi pa masyado digital yung workstation. Nakapag-work pa ako sa LVN Studio, dun sa may pituasan. So, nagsuscore kami dun sa malaking screen. So, dinala namin yung keyboard. So, okay, record. Stop, ganun. 
you have to go to the studio literally para live parang live accompaniment in a way. O, pero inire-record nun ng engineer yung gagawin mo. Pero ngayon, pwede ka nang mag-work sa bahay na bibigyan ka lang ng copy ng film and then kahit nga laptop, pwede na dyan eh. So, mas madali ngayon mm-hmm. kaysa dati. Okay. Parang daya, no? Oo nga eh. Dati kasi parang kailangan ng full orchestra to score a film. Now you don't? Hindi na eh. Is it because of the expense? Yes. So, is that why the films before had better music? I can say yes. They mixed the live and computer music. Well, actually, Tunog-wise, mas rich na yung sound ngayon. Pero you before, mean for, with, the, yes. with the use of a computer? Yes. Pero before kasi, mas mararandaman mo yung organic na sound and music. Very warm. So what separates a good film score from a bad one? May nag-quote dati na, if you notice the music in the film, it's not a, an effective score. Dapat, hindi mo siya naman notice daw. Otherwise, parang ino-overpower niya yung, yung scenes or yung acting. Now, how do you make that balance or strike that balance between not being noticed and being noticed? Ang natutunan ko, when, there's, when someone's talking, either mag-drone ka lang or mag-sustain or be, sobrang hina. And then if they stop talking, pwede ka na mag-take off ulit. Notice sa mga, mga TV series, mm. di ba? kumakain lang yung mag-ina, diba? Ganun yung scoring nila eh. Kasi, pag sa TV kasi, mabibilis eh. Hindi mm. na, lagay na yung music, lagay na yung, ano, okay, play, ganun. So, sa movie, medyo dapat, hindi ganun. So, balance. And then, the use of minimal chords, yun yung gusto ko kay Hans Zimmer. Uh, konting notes lang, para, may konting recall din. And then, Kasi pag maraming notes, tendency ng listener, hahanapin yung notes na yun. O pupunta yung notes doon. So, wala ka na doon sa visuals. As much as Francis enjoys film scoring, nothing can replace his love for live performance. Yung band ko naman ngayon is called Brass Pass, 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 Pass. Members are from different bands as well. Pagin drummer si Wendell from Pupil, si Nikki galing freestyle, si Kakoy from Barbie's Cradle din. Si Mike Lewis, yung singer namin. We're actually parang reviving Manila Sound, no, OPM. So parang Tito Music for the new generation. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can follow Brass Pass 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 sa Facebook, sa Instagram, sa Spotify yon. May album yung Brass Pass Pass. Ang pangalan album namin ay Greatest Hits. First album. And then, may YouTube channel din. Why the four pass? To echo the hornax. <laughs> so, para brass, pass, 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 pass. <laughs> Dapat ganun talaga siya eh. <laughs> And that's it for this episode of Oxlang, isang podcast ng Philippine Daily Inquirer powered by Puma Podcast. Thank you ulit sa ating guest, Francis Devera. Huwag kalimutan mag-subscribe sa Oxlang on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. I-follow kami sa Facebook and Twitter at Oxlang. Hanggang sa susunod na episode, mabuhay ang OPM. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.